Welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Are you looking for a boutique, personalized professional development program with a group of like-minded dance studio owners? Why not join the Assemblée this year? The Assemblée is a six-month membership program guided by me, dance studio coach Claire O'Shea. I will work with a small group of studio owners to upscale their business every step of the way. The Assemblée includes specific coaching sessions curated for your needs every week, including a monthly masterclass, a group coaching session where you can come to me about anything going on in your studio, a co-working session and a goal review session. You will be supported to hit your studio growth goals and studio management structure with special guest teachers and expert training sessions. Not only will you receive these monthly calls, you will also have a quarterly goal planning session and a one-on-one session with me as well as an optional retreat event. To find out more, head to our socials or our website at assemblédancestudiocoaching.com forward slash the assemblée. Intake is limited and will be closing in February. Now sit back, relax and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys, it's Clary Shea here and welcome back to another episode of the Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. In today's episode, I am interviewing my wonderful studio manager, Nicola, all about a day in her life as a studio manager. So this is a series we're going to be getting into occasionally with myself, with Nick, with Mariah and a couple of my teachers potentially. So it's a little series that we're going to be running throughout the year. So I hope you find it interesting and it gives you an insight, I guess, into how I run my business but also potentially some things that you might like to sort of look at tweaking in your business as well as if you are looking to maybe find a studio manager or any of the people that I interview, what what might that look like for you and for them. So I love these type of episodes. I love hearing how people make things work. So I hope that you find it as entertaining and as exciting as I like it. So uh, thank you for joining me and keep listening. So, Nick, say hello in case anyone hasn't heard from you before. Hello, everybody. This is Nicola. She is a studio manager at Dance Energy. We have two studio locations and now five mobile locations that Nick is managing and in in charge of, essentially. And we have gone in the past episodes all about her role at uh, the studio and what that entails. If you're interested in learning more about what her roles and responsibilities are you can check that episode out but today we're doing our day in the life so I have a few questions for her to get a bit of insight into what it is like to be a studio manager this is something you might want to share with your studio manager or again someone potential that you might be interested in getting to join you as a studio manager or if you are starting to maybe advertise or consider this role in your business so Nick my first question for you is there a typical day in your life no, <laughs> definitely not. That's okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> a question. No, I guess. Okay. But there would be, there's some non-negotiables in your week for, yeah, sure. for sure. So what are they? Um, so things that are consistent is obviously checking emails, Slack, all the kind of day-to-day things that are changing every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is obviously projects and things like that that are continuous, but every day is checking emails, returning calls, inquiries organizing lessons classes teachers things like that 
And then you also have your own classes. Yeah. So normal classes every afternoon as well. Um, and then you also have a, like at the moment you help at a primary school with their musical. So yeah. that's like, a, that's <laughs> like a thing that you do at a certain time every week, yeah. um, which is really cute. <laughs> and so there's a couple of the non-negotiables. So I guess another question for you would be then when you get on your computer, what's the first thing that you open? Slack. Okay. Definitely. That's because that's our team chat. Yeah. You sort of like to see maybe what you need to catch up on. Yeah. If your priorities have changed for the day. Mm-hmm. Anything yep. that you've missed. Yep. Just catching up. Usually things from the day or night before. Um, if they've kind of come through while I've been teaching and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, emails as well. Just in case of anything urgent. Mm-hmm. Anything that's come through. Yep. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and because you, Nick doesn't get all the inquiries to her email. She has her own email address, um, but it's not, her email address is not a secret. So, like, people generally email you specifically about performance teams. So, mm-hmm. you have to deal generally with that. And even if the parent doesn't uh, contact you, Crystal will forward it to you if it's specifically about that. So, you don't have a typical day, but is there something that you do at the start of your week to kind of plan out your week at all? Or do you sort of have to kind of keep it a bit more flexible to the day? Like, what? how do you sort of stay on top of what you're meant to do? Um, I like to keep a little bit of a routine, but it's definitely more on the flexible side. This mm-hmm. is definitely something I want to improve on for next year, though. Um, but... For the start of the week, obviously, we have our team meetings. So planning that, thinking about what I need to bring into that, reflecting on the weekend that's passed, if we've had any studio events or competitions and things that we might need to address as a team or myself individually or um, particular things I need to contact people about early in the week to prepare things for and things like that. Okay, cool. So let's let's pretend it's Monday. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you do Monday? You have a sort of a quieter start on Monday because you have a later finish. So yeah. you, what, what do you do? Uh, Monday mornings, I have a bit of me time mm, in the mornings. Gorgeous. I know. <laughs> so I do like to go to the gym first thing Monday morning, but I'm not an early riser at all. Okay. So it's more like a mid-morning, maybe like an 8.30, 9 o'clock thing because... To the gym or when you wake up? To the gym. Oh, So that's God. when I'll get okay. there. I wake up around like 7 like, that's not that's standard. standard yeah. yeah. Wake up around seven. Um, I do usually check my emails and Slack first before I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. So I get up and I check my laptop first thing just so I know what my kind day is going to look yeah, like. Getting yeah, getting yourself prepared. Because for me personally as well, knowing all the things that I have planned for myself mm. for the week, knowing what's coming up, I like to be on top of what other people need from me just so yeah. I can plan my day and then it also helps. So, okay, if I'm going to take 45 minutes to an hour to go and do something for myself knowing what I need to start with when I get back versus yeah. then sitting down and nutting okay. it out yeah it just helps me get plan them. yeah maximize time a bit better go to the gym yeah get a coffee yeah what else do you do <laughs> that's pretty much it oh okay it. yeah bit of time then yeah come home jump on and that's when I kind of know where I need to start so if there's something that's urgent that's come through it's just yeah reorganizing those priorities for the week to better help us as a team okay and then you head into the clounger studio for our weekly meeting yeah so then we head into clounger we have our meeting um it's usually around an hour in the afternoon we touch base then I'll either have sometimes I'll have a private lesson before classes um depending on the time of the year usually around that start to mid 
mm-hmm. time of year when comps are very busy. Yeah. Um, they do drop off towards the end of the year once kids are confident and they don't mm-hmm. need as many, which is good because that's when classes get busier with concert yeah. prep and meetings might go a little bit longer. Um, yeah, and then I teach from 3.45 till 7.45. Yeah. That's, yeah, that was a big – and, again, that was not something that was at the start of the year that had to shift. No, that was the planned one. No, didn't you take on those two senior classes? Oh, yeah. No, I did, yeah. Mm. So I took on an extra two hours on the Monday and then an extra night on the Wednesday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so ah, I, th- I forgot about that. Because you were at <laughs> Caloundra anyway, so yep. it was for us in terms of – management and everything the the best and easiest transition yeah we knew the kids liked you yeah we knew it'd be easy for you not eat well like we knew it would be a simple transition for yeah, you for sure um because one of our other we had to move one of our other teachers to a different location yeah um okay and then you finish at seven forty five. so you Nick is also a very talented choreographer, so that really works with um, Nick. That's why Nick does all our performance teams and Thank solo. You. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, solos. She has a particular interest in probably more like the lyrical, contemporary style, jazz, acro. acro. <laughs> um, you don't do hip hop or ballet, no. Um, could but wouldn't because Miss Mariah mm. is our hip hop her connoisseur. <laughs> Yeah, that's the right word. <laughs> and then we have like ballet specific teachers that yep. we focus on that. Um, so again, it's just trying to figure out what everyone's, where they find their creativity and where they best are going to spend their time. So um, private lessons are really good, but they d- do take a big chunk of time. And again, it's one-on-one. So yep. um, just trying to figure out how many you can actually fit in your week versus how many we need to sort of outsource to our other very capable and talented teachers. Um, so you finish at 7.45. Now, I most people would think you'd jump in your car, head home, <laughs> but I know for a fact that you don't. What do you like to do when you finish classes for the next couple of hours, Nick? <laughs> Besides talking... Often have a bit of a catch up with one of our other teachers and just kind of touch base. We teach similar age groups and um, sometimes it's a lot of the time it's not professional chat, but sometimes it is as well in terms of I'm having an issue with this particular Mm. age group or this child. What did you find you've taught them in X, Y, Z? So that's sometimes what eats into a bit of it. And then a lot of the time I just, while I'm there, keep choreographing for either concert prep or the following year. It really, yeah, it really depends on the time of year, but yeah. Yeah, the two of you just seem to like not play around, but like you like to kind of experiment yeah. on each other yeah. in a non We both have very different <laughs> styles, <laughs> choreographically only. Yes. <laughs> we both have very different styles, so we find... Amy's very yeah. traditionally contemporary and you're yeah. more lyrical. Yeah, and so kind of coming together and merging that helps. It's nice to also mm. have someone to bounce some creativity off. Yeah, and then do you head home and have dinner and go to bed? Then I go home and I have dinner and then I have a shower, all that fun stuff, watch a bit of TikTok and then I'll go to bed. Hence why I'm not an early riser. <laughs> yeah, I feel like seven's not late. It's no. fine. Okay, well, that is very <laughs> good. And then I guess the rest of your week is similar in terms of some days you have a later start because you finish late. Some days you have a split day because you don't start late but you finish late so you should really have a bit of a middle day of the break. That doesn't make – you know what I'm saying. Yeah. A midday break because mm-hmm. um, Nick at the moment has been also teaching our tiny tots in mm-hmm. on a Wednesday morning but you're not doing that next year. But 
again, probably will have to do relief occasionally, so something to adapt. But the rest of the days are the same. You sort of check in on your laptop, you have yep. teaching, you have choreographing, you're checking with other teachers, you're helping mm-hmm. them with issues that might come up. Yep. Is there anything else that you spend a big part of your week doing? I think that pretty much covers it. Mm. I do sometimes have a cheeky Friday afternoon off. Yeah. Do a half day. Yeah, good. That's fun. <laughs> See a sunset every now and then. <laughs> that is nice. That's different. Yeah, that is different. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for giving us an insight into your day thank as you. a studio manager. And I know you've also talked in a couple of other episodes about the things that you'd like to tweak for next year. So that will give people an idea. Um, but if if you're a studio manager and this you found this helpful or a studio owner looking to find a studio manager, this might be a good episode to share with them just to kind of give them an insight and potentially what the job might be. This probably is not every studio manager's job. Well, definitely not. Um, but this is what works for us. And yeah, pretty happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> We like it. (laughs) We like it. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. I look forward to speaking with you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemble Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.